live from the arrivals level of Randy Savage International Airport, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. Don't have tickets to our show? No problem. Favorite one of our tweets and get two free episodes delivered to your door. Wow. Walk-in only. Mm. On this week's show, we look back to the win against Philly, talk Gold Cup, discuss the pizza pizza friendly, look ahead to a pivotal game against the crew, and much more. And now, to our esteemed panel. This graphics guru comes with a free pack of crayons, the 64-pack with sharpener. He is the meme master. It's Mark Hinckley. Uh, I've taken all the Midnight Blues. You can never have enough of those. Bastard. Yep. Sorry. 63 killers. Limited time offer. Walking only. Our master of malarkey is a two-for-one deal of sarcasm and starting 11s. It is Tony Walsh. Ooh, yeah. Just like Randy Savage. Mm-hmm. Christopher like walking only. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Our angry Yorkshireman comes with a side of, you guessed it, Yorkshire pudding. It's just like him. Crusty on the outside, but soft and fluffy on the inside. It's Duncan Fletcher. Not the way my nana made it, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) As for me, your host, my podcast wrangling comes with a side of communist soapboxing, but only on the Albanian holidays. And now, to today's show. Today's Vocal Minority Podcast is brought to you by... Hi, FC fans, it's me, Tommy Pepperoni. Here at Tommy's Pizzeria, we're more than aware that TFC and Pizza Pizza have an offer where you can get free tickets to the Sunderland Friendly. But we're going one step further. For a limited time only, anyone who bought that deal can call Tommy's Pizzeria and get an extra large pizza. And when it gets to your house, a delivery boy will take those Sunderland tickets and do what God intended. Take them out in the street, piss on them, and set fire to them. Mmm, smell the value of not having to watch that garbage. Tommy's Pizzeria, good pies, and we piss on friendlies. Well, that was a hot time in the city. Can we please start a change.org petition to only have night games in the summer? That would be fantastic. Surely it is inhumane, sorry Izzy, to have to have been out in that sweltering awfulness. Yeah, that would be the worst. against Philadelphia. (laughs) What can you do? (laughs) Well, regardless, those that endured the hot, hot heat got to see Toronto's first win in a month. Huzzah. Wasn't the prettiest game we've ever seen at BMO, but also not the worst. The lineup was basically what we expected. Seba was the standout as usual. Connor Casey, unfortunately, did what he always does. And yet, Toronto FC did enough to win. By no means was it a decisive win, but solid effort that managed to cover over a few subpar efforts that managed to see them outlast the Union. What did you guys, again, I was, it was weird to watch that game and think, oh, this is such a good game, except for, mm-hmm. you know, there's a few moments where you're like, maybe this is what we're supposed to be seeing in the near future, but then the rest of it was just kind of like, uh, this could go horribly wrong at any second. It was, yeah. a, it was a good enough win. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, hardly and you, and decisive, you need, and, but... And that's fine. You need those. Yeah, they don't seasons, all have to be stellar. Yeah, season's long, mm-hmm. so... These are the kind of wins, you know, we were bemoaning them not getting just last week, saying the kind yeah. of wins we had got earlier in the season against Philadelphia and Orlando, which weren't necessarily always pretty to look at. But, you know, we don't really remember that. And you look at the standings and you get three points. Sometimes you just got to do it. 
Yeah, it was mediocre entertainment-wise, but you know, I feel like I've said it a lot of times. Like, oh, worry, you know, let's just make sure that you're fairly sub solid at the back, and a few chances aside, they more or less were, and then you know, let the talent do its thing occasionally up front, and that's what happened. So you know, I really shouldn't complain. That you know, that was good. Uh, you know, sort of like, like precky. With Chad Barrett. I, yeah. Oh, was, there uh, you go. Yeah. Uh, what was interesting mm. about that game, as a just as an odd little side note, so the tickets for that game were premium priced. Oh, they that? had Robbie Friendly on the front. Well, yeah. clearly that was, oh, that's right. We had to trade, and we had to buy those tickets right away, and then the rest of our tickets we got in another round. Mm. Union is a premium. Mm. Mm. Is that what it that's is? That's me kissing oh, my hand, fans. Is it union pricing? Mm. Mm. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you have to pay union dues on top of it. That's what That's it's premium. That's what it was. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. It was just odd. It was like, someone said something and I was like, really? And I went and grabbed my ticket in my bag. I was like, holy crap. You don't like a do? Which no. one? You don't like a do? <laughs> you don't like a do? A do's not there anymore. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's they in Finland. Finland. No, he's a Tampa Bay Rowdies. Oh, he's now? Yeah. Mm. Oh, good I for him. I don't like Danny Cruz either. I was happy he wasn't He there. actually finally hit the bottom so he could still turn his way back up. Oh, he's still there. <laughs> he was a. The last I saw, he was in a, a reserve team in Finland. Jazz reserves? No, not even jazz. Uh, it was like some. It were a second division team, and he was on the reserve second division team. Nice. Yeah, Didn't you used to play alto sax for jazz reserves? Uh, I th- well, tenor uh, sax. Okay. Tenor sax. Yeah. Tenor reef. Tenor. Yeah. New Pele. Yay! He's still fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of time. Yeah. He'll he'll hit that growth spurt any day now. It's Turn fine. It around. Yeah. All right, moment of the match. I will go with the, not either of the goals, but the one where it's like Javinko just missed to the side of it, mainly just for the, the build-up to that. Like the pass from Altidor was all very nice. The defender was there, so Javinko moved to the outside. The defender kind of turned round, and that's like immediately when Altidor just slid the ball in behind him, and the defender's turning round, doesn't know what's going on, and it was a delightful little build-up. And then uh, Javinko fucked it up. Seriously, yeah. what's wrong with that guy? I know. Seriously. What a waste Why do we of have money. it even? Mm. Like, what a waste of money. Yes. I did go with one of the goals, but I went with the Marky Delgado goal. Mostly for the fact of being a pitch lengths away, and we all kind of turned to each other and said, Ooh, who scored that? It was a nice goal, and for the fact that, after the fact, it's what we've been asking for, uh, you know, someone else to show mm. up and have a little bit of an offensive yeah. spurt. Someone else showed up. Javinko passed. That's and that's twice. They're mm-hmm. maybe forming a little tandem yeah. up mm-hmm. top there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 Javinko Delgado. That's mm-hmm. that's what they've been talking about. Oh, that yeah. student of the game. That's what he's been working his way up to. It's Duncan Fletcher's favorite key passer. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, my moment of the match, I would have to say, was uh, watching Connor Casey dance along the edge of the box and then bury it. I thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Only put and and I only made it the moment just because it was so, you know, we're up to nil, we're floating, everything's good. You should learn to go first, Kristen. And then, bam, and it goes. And what was hilarious was that it was. I swear I've, I can honestly say I've never followed Connor Casey's career, but I've watched enough, you know, goals of the week, like all the goals that were scored this week on YouTube. I swear I've seen him do exactly that goal at least four or five different times over the last. And probably against TFC. <laughs> but like, I'm going to shimmy to the left, shimmy to the right. Oh, look, there's this giant gap goal. Fantastic stuff. But I only followed his TFC career. 
All right. Well, since Mark stole mine, um, steal it. I just went first. I will go with another Connor Casey moment then. A little bit before the goal was scored, the lumbering attempt at ball handling along the goal line that was just quite frankly hilarious to watch to see this guy who has almost no mobility left in him yet he still manages to go out there and score these fucking goals um as he tried to and he did for the tfc defenders were actually letting him do it like are they afraid of him do they think he's going to step on them but yeah, he did this very awkward... He's 310 pounds. Well, he's the medium show! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that was... But really, yeah, it was the goal. I was like, again, really, Connor Casey? Fuck you. Mm. So it made me angry. Mm. But not surprised. T.O. reject. Right? <laughs> this is how he continues to get his revenge over and over again. Uh, man of the match. Since I forgot to... Since I forgot to fucking qualify it again. Mm. Is it... I was tempted to go on a uh, on a man of the match per minute basis. I think you'd oh, have okay. to go with Jackson, but uh, I'll actually go with Mikey Delgado. Nice goal, and you know he did a, a good job up there in the top of the diamonds, sort of getting in the way of that Maidana guy that's like Philly's sort of uh, big guy, and did a played a big part in stopping what Philly were doing. Did some nice things. Good for you, Mikey. I'll go with up and comer Sebastian Jovinko. Who? I know. I went out uh, on a limb That's for that. Nice. Pick. Yeah, yeah. That's stretching yeah. really. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you I like an you? underdog. It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. good. That's nice of you. I, I went with uh, recent TFC two graduate Giovinco. I think that's how is that how you? I'm Gio, pretty sure Giovinco. Giovinco. Yeah. I think he was a youth product. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Ajax Academy has been churning him out. So, mm-hmm. um, I yeah I, I I same old same old. You know, he worked his ass off. The setup. It's fine. I appreciated his setup of the Delgado go far more than his own. I thought that was unbelievable. So, I too went with underused Sebastian Chavinko. Why does nobody pay attention to this guy? I don't know. It's mm. but I fear we it's, he's due some recognition. So I'm glad yeah. to see that at least you know we we decided to at least call him out a little bit. Uh, and and again for the Marquis Delgado go absolutely that was a really nice bit of business. But. Again, just his play in general. He's just super fun to watch, no matter what. And actually found him less uh, less petulant. He's been a little petulant. He's fine. Strikers are supposed to be petulant he's on occasion. He's fiery. He's, yeah, no, but this was a good fiery. Fiery Mediterranean maybe was, blood. Maybe, maybe it was the heat. Mm. Ooh, we just need to add excessive amounts of heat, and he's golfing, apparently, which is a bit odd. But yeah, anyway. I wasn't convinced yeah, by his golf swing. No, I, that mm, doesn't look... Nah. Duncan, you need to invite him to the tournament next year. Mm. So mm. there you go. You it's got a good short him. game. Mm. I was going to go with a mini golf <laughs> joke. Good. You can have <laughs> it. Just wait. Mm. It's coming. Uh, go to the match. There's no one really yeah, obvious. That's the one that stuns out. I'm going to go with Zavoletta. It seems a bit harsh. Yeah, really. Duncan, you stole my ass. Mm. Um, I just Calm mainly down, remember the one moment where he just seemed to completely ignore CJ Sapong and then when he actually remembered to pay attention to CJ Sapong still gave him way too much room and think mm, that's not good but no one was terrible but I'll go with that you went first I went with Zavaleta too excuse me I believe I've heard you bitch him out more than once for taking your answer so you just bitch you stop out. it mm-hmm. I'm gonna bitch you out yes mm-hmm. gonna make you my Zavaleta um, in true VMP fashion, I will throw in an extra thing for the grounds uh, operations crew for once again holding the Caldwell retirement party, uh, you know, while a third of the stadium was 
in their seats. Well, no, it wasn't even that. It was the fact that they barely announced it. Yeah, I know. And then suddenly, oh. Like, oh I nudged you. I was yeah. like, hey, check it out. Someone's getting retired. Yeah, I was like, I what? know, Jesus. They can't ever do that right. And it's frustrating because it was nice. The response to it was good once everyone yeah. realized oh, what this was is happening. happening. Yeah. Oh, okay, we should... We actually like this guy. We want to cheer and say goodbye. But I know it's TV schedule related. But, but uh, find a way to MLS have it a bit never closer. Never starts on time for one no. thing, and just yeah, find a way to pray. You just know, pretend Kobe attention. Jones is talking about some shit on Fox and add an extra five minutes. At least Kobe Jones. Not a Kobe Jones fan. Is anyone? Uh, Kobe Jones is. Who did he play for when he went over to England? Was that, I want to say Coventry. Uh, yes. Was it? Yeah. I yeah. think so. It was. Yeah. yeah. Good. Legend. Illustrious. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. No Craig Ford. Finley esque. <laughs> yeah, they, they were in Division One at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. They're no longer. Part no. of that's his fault. I imagine so, yes. Mm-hmm. Chris, where it all went wrong. Who did you have for go to the game just in case? <laughs> yes, you, you go. Oh, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> we bitched her out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've been outbitched. Oh, shit. That is not even remotely possible. First Duncan bitch me out, then I bitch her out. This is very, very harsh on Zavaleta. Triple bitchy. No, no, but but it was for for those reasons. Because in the first half, it was so frustrating to watch him completely not deal with Sapong. That's what you get for spelling your name with a Q. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mark with a Q? Um, Mark with a Q went with uh, Sheru. With a <gasps> KH at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I just felt Sheru had a very un game. And yeah. he he probably wasn't the worst TFC player on the pitch, but I kind of look. It's too easy just to pick on the same one or two Finleys that, that happened to have a terrible game. I know he wasn't playing, but um, and if he was, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, but as far as like a drop in quality, he had a. Like, thankfully, none of his mistakes amounted to anything on the scoreline that. Reflected those mistakes, but he he had a, he gave up a couple really good mm-hmm. opportunities deep in the half. That was really Benoit. What are yeah, you doing, man? Surprised. There were surprising was, giveaways. Yeah, he was not as tidy as he usually. Yeah, is. exactly. Yeah. And it was and it wasn't just one. It was like at least three or four times yeah. that it, that I caught it. Where it's just come on. Oh my like, god! It, as you know, like it, it's humid. It's, he's not used to it. Even in Marseille, yeah. it doesn't get this hot. You know, like I'm making the excuses for him. Uh, yeah, I just. It was it was unfortunate to see. That's all. Chevre dans le match. Uh, Vanny tactics. Uh, caught on, yeah. Chevre du match. Whatever. Goat in the match. That's you not the category. Just gets in the match. Ah, at the match. All right. Sorry, the line, uh, so Vanny tactics. The lineup was about what we expected. I got la bitched out. <laughs> I I was Dizzy happy long. to see Chevre back at the. As was of the I. Band. Although a little surprised with Oso on the wing and Delgado up top. Now it's working well that Delgado is scoring goals, but for me, it's again I'm finding Jonathan Osorio is lost, and not. Mm. Well, but then maybe Delgado would be lost. There. Yeah, I think yeah. he works quite well with Morgan down the left, and yeah, so this time with the Canadian works. team helps maybe. I mean, I've. Perhaps yes, it's probably what it was all about. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all those minutes. What a ploy! Yeah, I mean, they were they were talking about how they wanted him out there to be doing all the, like, the running around and basically sort of defensive work from that position, and you know whether Osorio can't do that or not. I don't yeah. know. But no, it wasn't. But it, it wasn't his worst game by by any stretch. I've I've had my, far stronger feelings about his play, but I was I was surprised because I to me again he fits naturally up top, but mm. that seemed to work fairly well. So 
I think given Gold Cup absence for the one player, we should still expect to see basically this starting 11 on Saturday. And Most likely. If, yeah. If Vanny changes that, I would be, well, horrified a little bit because who else, what's the what's the change you could make? He's not a, he's not big on changing anyway when he doesn't right. have to. His changes are usually ones of being forced rather than. True. You know, making changes for the sake of it. And he, he's a hot hand kind of guy for the most part. If oh, something I, has worked in the last match, he will stick with it for usually. I wonder if we'll ever see Luke Moore, Bright DK, back on w- the bench. Was, was Luke Moore, did they make, that was my surprise really that he wasn't even on the bench. Did they make any kind of official They haven't said anything since. I feel like I saw something hmm. saying he was back with the club. Yes, yeah, that was the last thing I really saw. Hmm. So I was, yeah, I was a little surprised that that he wasn't, you know, Jay Chapman, good for him, but. Um, anything else stand out lineup wise for you guys? Like obviously Kanopka's back to the bench now. Yeah. Well, Vanny, Vanny said Vanny no said, matter what, what, this was gonna happen anyway. Yeah. Mm. Whether he was suspended or not. He really does listen to us. You know, uh-huh. We I told know. him to do that. We, we told are, him to, you know, put Shiru back, back and the, you know yeah. have Warner back out it's on good. the mm. holding winger position. Yeah. Quick, so make a wish. <laughs> for those of you who are just tuning into nice. your first ever podcast. We actually run, run the, the club. TFC. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Mm. We're not proud of some of the things, but because we didn't have our hand in those. But they're listening to us now, and that's what's important. We mm. realized a little late that they actually were listening to us, so we didn't try so hard in the beginning. We're sorry. I signed we'll- Martin Sarich. <laughs> and we're still not forgiving you for that. Um, yeah, but we, but Yorkies was such a comedy site. <laughs> I signed guys knowing that it would be hilarious. You can't, you can't fault us oh, for that. Check out this guy's name. Yep, we're drafting him. <laughs> Yeah. This guy punched a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, yeah. um, I do think, you know, yeah, we'll keep the same lineup this Saturday. But when Bradley comes back, obviously he'll get in the team because, you know, he'll Michael Bradley. Oh, um, That's a scary who, church. Who does he replace, though? Yeah, does, good question. Does Delgado Hot stay in the team instead of Asorio? Yeah, or, I, I bet if, 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 if Bradley was Warner. coming back this weekend. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. not. No, I said if he was. Then yeah, who, who would who would leave? I, I would. Think, yeah, I, I, think, I think Warner is probably a, yeah. an interesting. I one. think the question you need to ask is if Bradley's coming back this week, who does he make the phone call to to tell him he's not playing? His dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. You're not I would playing. say my dad's me or son, Michael Bradley. You know, away games. You know, keep Warner in there. Maybe home games against weak opponents. Maybe you go with Desario instead for a bit more attacking. But um, yeah, Delgado is. I'd be hard You're pressed for him to come up with a into the uh, starting line, the yeah. starting four in midfield. I think. I think so too. So I, weird. Temporarily, at least, if, you know, yeah, play until, the hot until hand he and, screws up. But, yeah, or doesn't score a goal on a Seba pass. But they brought him along slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's not as if like, I don't think him like having a bad game is really going to knock him out of the orbit of the first team. Really, not with two goals now. Yeah. Well, there's that too. He's he's now eleventh leading scorer in the club history. <laughs> yeah, two. As back to uh, Duncan's original uh, suggestion as uh, quality permitted, I could see Jackson in the mix, but lately it seems like his role as a substitute has been way more effective than that as a starter. Yes. In the last two games where he's been subbed, he comes on like house on fire. He's just he's just all over the place, and he's doing really good positive things. Starting, it's almost as if he. It's not that he disappears. It's just he's kind of goes back to the mm-hmm. the Jackson of old. Where like, is he gonna do something good? Is he gonna blow this pass? Is he gonna make that run? Is he running into space for nothing? I kind of like 
if I like him as a sub, super sub, so I expect to see him. To, he just won't mm-hmm. be starting. Yeah, I'm yeah, fine with that. Yeah. yeah, it's a very good way to just bring put some energy into the team. Yeah, and it, it's and it a good monkey contains, wrench to throw it in. Him a little bit mm. too. It, it it gives him. I feel like it gives him focus. It's it's the kind of depth thing. Like it's not we're replacing him because you're tired or you're no good or you're not playing well. It's it's finally a tactical switch. It's like. We're going to switch it up because he's going to do something completely different than the guy we take off. But also on Saturday, it was freaking hot, tired legs, playing in the hot, hot heat. Let's get someone who normally has a fair amount of energy and really throw him at a tired opposition as well. So Mm -hmm. It's one one of the few times in life you don't prefer the old Jackson to the new. (laughs) Hee hee. Is that one no? No. Jesse Jackson. I I like his older speeches better than his. No, fair enough. My bad. He was more of a firebrand. Completely misinterpreted. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll fall on that sword. Sorry about yeah. that. Off the wall. So, before we completely leave the Philly Post match, a couple more things. One thing I want to talk about is Connor Casey. But what, no, seriously, does no one review film, video, the book of minority, books, our podcast, .ca available now? You know, <laughs> the, my previews that say this is what's going to happen. SoundCloud drives me crazy. Damn. I don't understand. As, as as you said, like it's the exact same goal. He does it all the time. He scored against TFC more goal. times than I can count. Why and are you complaining? It made your preview look like a genius. Well, I am a genius, but it doesn't mean I want to be oh, right about this shit. shit all the time. Oh, that that swelling head just got a little more large and uncomfortable over here. You're His swelling head's face. uncomfortable. Oh! <laughs> I have to make something up. That's what I do. He says something, I react to it with a sound. That's the first thing that came out of my mouth. I would have gone I'm with not it. proud of it. I would have gone with inflating balloon, then popping. Yeah. Excellent. I can't do the pop that way. Okay. No. Anyway, I'm just frustrated by the fact that it's something that mm. was so obvious. It was like the, the, the Brad Davis thing or the or mm. who else is it that they never pay attention to that always scores? Other teams. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> players. Is the answer players? But it's been how many years? Nine. Right? Has <laughs> he probably scored a goal? I think it's eight, 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 eight and a half. half right there. Totally. It's that kind of thing that no matter who is coaching who is in charge that it continues to happen and it drives me crazy i don't know i don't really have a lot to say about this i'm just frustrated <laughs> they, by it's general <laughs> they should have they, they need to uh hire an assistant coach up on forethought that's mm. it that's mm. precogs Prudence. yeah precogs oh yeah precogs why not we have the technology by now book sure. a minority report alternate futures <laughs> Does anyone know what Seba was doing with the golf swing celebration? Uh, I saw someone saying somewhere that he was out uh, at some kind of event playing golf on Friday, so it's probably uh, okay. some ah. kind of reference to that. Something hilarious presumably happened on the course. Yeah, was he a caddy? Actually, fun fact, uh, in his youth football days back at Juve, and even when he was on loan at Embley, he was known as the Mark Calcavecchia of Italian football. Ah, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting title to have. Yeah. Yeah. Fact. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that. How could I come up with any Mark Calcavecchia otherwise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's on Wikipedia, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Italian mm-hmm. version, not the English one. Don't Wait for our it. podcast fact checker to come back with us after the release of the episode. It's better. The Calcavecchia Atomica, they called him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, the, Atom- mm-hmm. oh, the, the Atomic, atomic Calcavecchia. <laughs> that just rolls yes. off the tongue. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah the cartoon was not nearly as good, though. <laughs> well, you know, remakes. Uh, mm, so terrible. Plus, Kalkavakiant is too difficult to spell. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have the same ring. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Well, he does continue to be the most fun thing to watch out there uh, week in, week out. So, say we continue to enjoy it. Keep you don't think so? You don't think he's the most fun thing to watch? What? You don't? We were sticking within football and TFC. Then, <laughs> yes. Then yes. Yes, what he is. Now you have parameters. Who knows? <laughs> and I'm not sure what it... I, you know what? I don't even want to know, Duncan. Mm. It's okay. Mm. No one check his browser history, all right? I was talking about the newest episodes of BoJack Horseman. What did you think I was mentioning? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Although you haven't tweeted about The Bachelorette much lately. Yeah. Is everything okay over at the, mm. you know, mm. Ra's not enjoying it or... Mm. All right. Mm. I've been concerned, so... Mm. Mm-hmm. Moving on. She bitched you out. Yes. This post-match was brought to you by Uncle Ted's Card Emporium. Get three yellow cards and your next ten red cards are absolutely free, whether you deserve them or not. Don't get fouled by high prices. Get fouled at Uncle Ted's Guard Emporium, where the only thing that matters is Ted. Earlier last week, Tuesday night to be exact, we uh, most of us were at the Canada game for their Gold Cup match against Costa Rica. Yay. Oh, oh did you, I was on TVs. Did you, you see I was on TVs? I, yeah, did everyone did, see? I, I did see you on the big screen. We were actually on TV. Yes, yes I was. Hey, yes. Nice. Great our, our eagle eye at home, Tony. Mm. Ah. He mentions to me that uh, apparently on the Fox feed, uh, there there I was with uh, uh, regular super sub, uh, uh, James Grousey. MLS writer. And, and yes. ML, now and MLS, MLS writer. writer. Congratulations, buddy. And um, resident angry, angry Scott, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Big Willie style. Uh, full view. So I went and downloaded the match. Got a screenshot. Boom. There's the three of us. Nice. Yeah. It's a great shot, actually. Yeah. That was, that was seen in... In, a, in 120 countries by about 108 people. So Kobe was Jones wonderful. was talking over it. <laughs> Facts. Oh, <laughs> you know, Kobe me, Jones moment. Me and Kobe, we don't get along. No. See? That was our Kobe Jones moment of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that should never be a moment of a week. Hey, Kobe, show me your beef. <laughs> anyway, so on Tuesday night, the weather gods messed with our wardrobes, although that wall of water thing... That was hilarious. That was hilarious. I've never seen that. If you were at the match and in the South Stands, you were standing there going, why do I see rain and yet not feel... You could see the rain. you could see everyone on the the West Stand just like fleeing (laughs) under the sun. Why? And it was a good 10 seconds from the time you noticed it before it actually hit us. And then sheet of water. So that was fun. Yes. Uh, However... You know, the weather was kind of a perfect accompaniment to Costa Rica drowning Canada's hopes of advancing. Oh, wow. I Meteorological. Wow. Mm. Yes. She bitched them out. Whoosh. <laughs> anyway, it was... I also appreciate that Duncan's getting lumped in on this stupid gag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way to go, Duncan, on that last one. <laughs> I'm good with that. He yeah. did kind of start the whole thing. It's true. But it is true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, grandfather did. Go yeah. for it. All right. Legacy. So, sure, it was unfortunate that Canada's in advance was a solid game, except for the lack of scoring. But throughout the Gold Cup, their performance and, say, Flores' choices, you know, do leave us with some questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, question one. Did Floro make mistakes with this lineup? Um, it depends on exactly what you're looking to do. 
advance, um, score goals. <laughs> then yes. Then yes. Not yes. start Kyle Becker. Well, score goals. Then yes. I, I, you know, maybe he was hoping to just you know get nil 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 nil, and then you know that one time when Kyle Laring gets a good chance, he'll actually no fucking finish it. No offense is a good defense. <laughs> um, mm, but yeah, who knows? I mean. Nil-nil against Costa Rica. That's not a terrible result. In sure. Itself, out, out of the three matches, that mm. one is the one you can hang your hat on. But you have to look at the previous two and say, Quite. what the fuck? Goodness. They took a shit in her hat. Mm. Graphic. That I was, like it. Yeah. yeah I, I'm mm. not sure that I do, but all right. It's apt. I don't know. I just found, especially the first game. And yes, Kyle Becker, I am going to pick on you. And uh, those who want to argue with me can argue back. It's a good thing he plays for Canada, or else we'd almost never have to talk about him. Wouldn't that be amazing? He plays for our arch-rival Montreal Impact now. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. We'll see soon-ish. Yeah. yeah well, that was a pretty shrewd move, I wonder if he's going to play with Well done, Mark Hinckley. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah, that was, that was some yes. good bit of horse trading yeah. there. And, and he took all the hair product from uh, Brick Shea, so we now have all this space for oh, wow. other players. You can, like, expand amazing. the locker nice. room. Yeah, we've actually... Because you have, it, like, a new tunnel club? No, in, but, in but we have an academy now. That's mm. how much space there is. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. They have offices and tables Congratulations. for massages. It's fantastic. That's mm. really good. I'm heady really, stuff. really happy for heady you. Heady stuff down in uh, Frisco. Heady. Mm. Heady. Mm-hmm. Ha! Ha! <laughs> Unintentional pun, but Duncan called it. Yeah. Bitched me out there. <laughs> I did bitch you out. Oh, you got bitched out. Morons. <laughs> Morons. Bitched out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the, there is there are issues with the way he set the team up, I think. If he was yeah. looking to advance through the Gold Cup. And, and from his comments after the third game, it doesn't really sound like he was. It was more about sort of getting them, I don't know, used to one another, more solidified, playing some games together, looking ahead to the fall. Because mm-hmm. that's sort of the sense I'm getting from him. And yes, again, you can look at the Costa Rica... Costa Rica. You can look at the Costa Rica match as... A good thing, except for the lack of goals, but <laughs> goes to reach around. Hi, <laughs> uh, Daddy. No, it. um, but <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to go for the most inappropriate thing you think of. That was that's pretty what inappropriate. <laughs> You got some splendid to do. You are that Tony Walsh. Oh. <laughs> 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 All that virgin blood kept him young. I mean, what? Mm. No. no. Blood. <laughs> Froze. Mm. Too far. You started it. Not really. Yeah, you did. Too far. Anyway, am I the only one that doesn't think this was an issue? What are we talking about? <laughs> Flora's lineup. Um, you, you would hope that he'd be able to figure out a way to get a bit more attacking going on. Or start the attacking players? Well, yeah, that would help, probably, with getting the attacking going on. Yeah, and it's a, you know, Adam Straith, say, midfield. Why? I, uh. So, yeah, it's, you know, I can kind of appreciate, all right, you know, maybe get it tight at the back and make sure that's locked down, but, uh. yeah. I, I don't enjoy the feeling that a gold cup a tournament like this is used almost as a training tournament leading up to the world cup qualifiers that's what all those friendlies you know you play against Mm. the likes of god zanzibar whoever they played iceland yeah sure them too atlantis um the gold cup and qualifying for copa america yeah I don't more know. games, Take more time seriously. to play, more time to progress. Yeah. Mm. I'm always more of the thought that if you don't try to win everything, you're not going to win anything. 
That's fair. Even I'd, I would have rather, much rather seen them lose gloriously than peter sort of, out. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we sort of. I think most people thought Canada would at least progress out of the group, or at least. I didn't think so. I did. I thought that. I didn't think they'd go any further, really, once they got out of the group, or at least make a better show of trying to progress out of the group. Mm. That that roster did not instill any kind of, like it, it just it didn't even instill the sense of goal scoring, and unless you're going to somehow get through on three scoreless draws, I did not see a goal coming. I really didn't. I suddenly did have a bit of hope for this whole new Larry Nakendale. Oh, hey, yeah. no! You know what? We got talent up front now. We, I, but they're I, oh. so young. I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind there being the long-term goal of let's qualify for the next World Cup, and use this as, you know, testing grounds. But I don't see that from I, this. I, I do to a degree, actually. But there, I think there is an opportunity that they got. And I hate to use the words valuable experience, but they got valuable experience. We're missing a couple guys that would normally be with the team through injury. Uh, Will Johnson, I'm not talking about you. Mm. You're just missing because you're petulant. Wink. And mm. I also think, unfortunately, and I was guilty of this too, of having a lot of expectations of Kyle Lero. Kyle Lero. Kyle Lero. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. See, it actually works. That, was, that was good. But that we're still using it for the other thing. I know, but that was better. Uh, for Kyle Lahren and uh, Akindeli because we've seen good things from them in the league and then yes I admit that I had a little bit of a of a rosy glow from the Dominica game where they both performed quite well mm-hmm. and I feel bad for Kyle Lahren from the first game because who doesn't <laughs> and it's kind of funny but I also feel like mm-hmm. oh but if that's the way you're going to go forward I don't feel he tried to foster that duo no and that was a that was a concern but yeah, I he think he gave up on it quite quickly mm-hmm. yeah after that first after the first game when the, like it's been such a big deal about the two of them joining the program well maybe he thought they were too young though maybe he realized that they was too much pressure to go through the whole tournament like that I don't know fair maybe enough they but then again but then it didn't look Atiba like to help but or, then it didn't know. look like he, he had an answer of a plan or a plan B really it's not as if he had well, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus yeah Haber. Marcus exactly. Haber was the answer it was amazing yes, the young Connor Casey <laughs> all right so then this leads to my last question uh, coming out of this so canadian soccer fans are fairly passionate group uh good contingent of them cheer no matter what uh, i myself am one of those i as much as i will criticize and critique the team i'm going to be there i'm going to go to games i'm going to support them not everybody will and i i understand that so should canadian fans just support the team regardless or do you walk away until there is improvement in this program and something that actually looks like a progression for the national program going forward is this the the hopelessness argument sure sure um i know people who who have already walked mm -hmm. away or who haven't even come back from the last round i I don't think walking away is going to help really no, I mean, I think everyone who counts and who matters from Benito Floro on down knows that, yeah, we're, we're not very good and there's a lot of work to do. I mean, I don't think they need to have that message driven home by poor crowds. They know that. Yeah. So, you know, let's have crowds there to actually kind of help the team on the day and get more money into the system. That would help. I, I don't think you know, abandoning them until they start winning is going to help them start winning. This isn't a case of a club where... Uh, you know, you can just transfer out the riffraff and bring in the next, you know, mm. somebody else to try out. It's all we got. And 
as a sad state of affairs as that may or may not be, that's walking away from the national team as a supporter to me just seems very, very shallow and extremely glory hunterish, more so than you know being a uh, part-time supporter of a bigger club somewhere in Europe and have one that's your Champions League team as we've met mm. in the past. It's it's a national team. Like this is this is who we've got, and this is this is what we're doing. Um, maybe a change of coach. Not that I'm suggesting that Benino needs to go, but maybe a, cho- a change of coach can help. But that your absence doesn't help at all. But does your presence help? Like, how does coming I, to I every game it, when the team is not doing anything, when the program isn't progressing, when there I isn't think it's, a better national idea? I think going it does on? because. Because for the for the amount of interest in the game from you know rec leagues and, and little kids and all that onward up, there's because that top is so that that gap is so weird where you know you can't it's 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 difficult to, or at least it's been proven difficult to take these kids and make them lifelong soccer fans and at least of the Canadian national team. Nobody's going like that. That sponsorship money isn't going to come in. If nobody's going to the games, mm-hmm. and and the trickle down is 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 apparent because if you can't get a big sponsor to come and look after, say most or all of the home games, there's no trickle down to the provincial associations that you know, like if, if Edmonton hosts a game, the Alberta Soccer Association gets some, a little bit, but they get some, and 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 that money needs to come from somewhere, and really the only way that this can get bigger and better is by Putting your money where your mouth is. That's that's to me that's that's been the fundamental flaw with you know, what comes first, the successful team or the fans? There's this isn't a club. This is all we got. Show up. I'm torn. You know, there's a lot of people who know a lot more about the inner workings of the CSA than I, I do. My gut, you know, is always angry that it's been so long. That nothing has changed, and I, I agree with what Duncan said. That Floro and you know his staff and stuff know the reality of things. I'm not always sure that the fiefdoms that control CSA care or know or really get. Well, Floro's spoken about the Flora, issues with that him. recently. Yeah, yeah, but you know all the little dads who became the you know rulers right, of the little castles. Right, but he's lamented that exact issue. That's yeah. something that's come out of it. And, and, that, and that's why, and that's why, and that's where I'm torn because sometimes it feels. Like supporting it is supporting them and entrenching their right and you know enabling them to keep it the way it is. I, I you know we haven't seen we've seen some change. There was a lot of talk of massive change a few years ago, but the, the fact remains that countries like Haiti and Panama are coming up now and creating new hurdles. We haven't even been able to make the hurdle of facing the Costa Ricas or Mexicos or USA to make the World Cup. There's new club, new sorry not clubs, new nations coming up who are on par with us or better. Like and I don't know. You, Mark said a couple of weeks ago, it's it's like Canada isn't the sum of its parts. There's there's a good level of talent. It's not top of no. the of the region, but it's not where it is. It's, I'm not saying and and yeah, like I don't think Canada should be a top fifty country. Hmm. But they shouldn't be a below 100 country. No, no really not. And, and So then I have, a, I have a question then, sort of a follow-up question to this. If this still unreported, unconfirmed Canadian League please, 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 comes please, please, into fruition, 
and we're still waiting for this announcement. I've been, you know, we've all been assured through talking to various people that it's happening. Um, will that will that make enough of an immediate difference over the next? I'm, I'm even gonna I'm even gonna say decade to put the program, put the country's soccer hopes back on track in terms of being able to funnel, you know, kids who want to stay rec league, kids who want to go pro, look it at would, the long player term, you know, long term player survive, development. It would have to survive a decade to mm-hmm. to before you'd see that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, the 1986 team, you know, came out of, you know. The ether. Yeah. <laughs> right. The ether but if it, that but, does but, happen, does that give you a little more any hope? Does it give you anything that... that you want to I, look at and say too this early for help. me to say would have to i'd have to see the structure and mm-hmm. and the level they're aiming for and you know again and it's and it's economic viability whether it's going to last more than you know the csl did mm-hmm. i mean i think it, it can't hurt no it'll absolutely an, not, i don't yeah. think it'll have an immediate impact it is no. well i'm not saying this be, round that's why i'm saying like yeah, a decade it, yeah it may be a decade if it's still going at that point but I mean, I think probably the level it's going to be at, the main thing it does is you know, give more people a chance. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, maybe just a case of, you know, every year maybe one or two people kind of make it out of this league into you know, one of the MLS teams or something. And it kind of helps funnel things a little further up. Does that pull the Canadian um, TFC2, Montreal Impact, like, does that pull them out of USL? and bring them into Canada so we can foster Canadian talent. Hopefully. I'd like to see that. I don't know. I would love to see that because I... I can't think of a better place for them. You yeah. Like, USL Pro, to, and I've said this before, is summer camp for NCAA kids. And it's fine for what it is, but to me, that's not a proper development. I don't think the NCAA is a proper development. It's what we've got, and it's not bad for what it is, but I think a even a semi-professional structure that's quote-unquote coast-to-coast would be better suited to developing the mm-hmm. kids because you can have them stay locally, play 30 or 40 meaningful games in a season or whatever the schedule they're looking at. And you can you can effectively live and breathe soccer without having to go somewhere far-flung to do the rest of your season. Um, I, there's a chance that, that the semi-pro league could expedite one or two guys like oh this guy fell through the cracks wow what he's amazing look what he's doing in winnipeg Mm. and he gets a crack and who knows but as far as an overall development it's that it's that core of getting those 16 17 8 year old kids who aren't going the scholarship route who are good enough to say keep into the system and develop their game those are the ones that you're going to suss out um i i have i really i really want this to work and I really want to make. I would really want to see, as long as it's not, oh, we're you know we're gonna go and sign this guy. Like one team is like, say, the Calgary team is gonna go out and sign some ex England international on like <laughs> like dirt cheap wages or something like that. But I don't oh, want like, to like be, you would love it if Hamilton signed Alex Bunbury or something. I would melt right here. <laughs> I would squee like a little girl. At a One Direction concert, uh-huh. at the idea of Alex Bunbury dusting off his forty-seven-year-old boots and play one minute, I would love that. Like you wouldn't believe. But I would. But the thing is, is that I don't. I, as long as they go the route of, you know, let's try and build our stars first. Mm-hmm. You know, you can supplant it with with XMLSers, but don't be like, we're gonna go and get frank lampard too you know like no i don't want to mm-hmm. i don't want that i want to see 
I want to see Canadian kids. I want to see the best of League One Ontario filtered out th- this league and go, wow, okay, look, these guys are good. And see that development happen. Yeah, have players like you know, little Maddie Stinson. Or, hey, there's Andrea Aww. Lombardo. Who, it, you know what? Who knows? Who knows that those guys get another crack at at something that's... Only if he legally has to be called little Maddie Stinson. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. That's a thing. Keep an eye out for the rosters. If little Maddie Stinson shows up, you we'll know. make scarves. Exactly. Well, we, we could literally we could spend an entire show on this. And Too maybe <laughs> if the if the league gets announced, maybe we will. We could spend uh, an entire show making sound effects. <laughs> you bitched her out. Thank you, sir. Mm. Bitch down. So this week, Toronto FC welcomes their most incredible opponent ever, Sunderland. <gasps> I know, but it's not a friendly. Asthma? Did I hear something? Oh, no. Oh, no. You okay? <laughs> I will be. Remember, okay, not a friendly. I, I, I didn't think it was exciting. It's I just not a friendly. Anything the but. Big mm. bad Defoe is coming to town. He's going to blow your something down. He's going to bitch you out. <laughs> Stop it! Um, but it's it's so ridiculous the way mm-hmm. they're they're sort of anti-marketing it, and they've done they've anti-marketed it so well. It's such a hot ticket that you can get two two tickets when you buy a large pizza mm-hmm. from Pizza Pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. plus three cans of pop. Mm-hmm. That's right, pop, mm-hmm. pop. Mm-hmm. I know it's three cans. <laughs> three cans. You can get Coke. You only get Diet two Coke tickets and you Coke get Zero. Three now, that's like all of them. For only $14. You can get some ginger ale. You can get Shut up, pizza, ginger ale. pop, and two tickets to a TFC game. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pizza? In quotes, for the cost of one beer at BMO Field, basically, uh, is what this much, is. Yeah. It's $14. Yeah. Do you have to go to the game? <laughs> <laughs> can I get your name? Is there a legal yeah. address? Is there oh, a legal no, contract? Yeah. If you, and if you accept your phone the number? order, you have to do, sign do, the do box. They, do they like, grab you and like throw mm-hmm. you in the van and drive you to the game? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. Do you have a lawyer present? I have this six-page document, initial here. Does Tony here. Pepperoni show up at your house yeah. in the middle of the night? You'll be checking your seats yeah. on the night of the game. Yeah, you ordered mm-hmm. a pizza from us uh, two nights ago, and it's uh, five minutes into the match. Are you okay? Did you make it? How's the traffic? Are you on your way? Oh, you're not coming? Well, we're going to... We're going to have to come and take that pizza back. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like such poor judgment by TFC and how they've handled and promoted this. I this, know, shocking. I know. This isn't poor judgment. This was an, an amazing coup. This is like part of the great deal they got for Jermaine Defoe. This is like the added value. It's like, oh, they're going to alter it all, but two friendlies as well. I'm fairly certain there was two of them. I, I'm, I'm sure there is, I, but they... Sunderland's coming every year. Oh, yes. yeah. Tottenham, Sunderland. Tottenham, Sunderland. Yeah. They've spent so much time demonizing our London sorry, could you, team. Uh, could I, the volume was a little bit low. <laughs> little, little, sorry, could, uh, would you like to... Duncan, sorry. I don't think I picked it up. Black cats. Oh. Controversial. Black cats. Controversial commentary. (laughs) Talking about Sunderland. (laughs) 
But no, seriously, they, they spent so much time demonizing Defoe since, you know, the unfortunateness. And what, what happened? I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> His mama. Exactly. Oh, snap. But it's just such an extension of how they view this sort of thing and how they handle a lot of their marketing. I think they think they're being clever and edgy when they're completely misunderstanding their market. And again, they've... Unpossible. Are they misunderstanding their market? I mean, don't we always... No one's going to this game. Don't we always complain that they make a big deal and pretend that the friendlies are some kind of huge, amazing thing? But they still are, in a way. They're not. It's like, uh yeah, no one cares about this, do you? Okay. Yeah. But kudos to them for acknowledging that we I wish we were playing. Oh, no, I think, I think I that's after the fact. Yeah, though. this is. This I, I, is, I this think is they probably panic. thought, oh, shit, yeah. no one's coming. We thought we we'd make this. It's anything but a friendly ad campaign a few months ago when people would be like, Rah! Yeah, they thought people were going to come mm. out to cheer against Defoe and now cheer like, on TFC. Oh. Not to just not go. No one gives a shit. Let's give it away hidden inside of a pizza. Yeah, literally. You have to like search through the toppings. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of it's, it's like it's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and the Golden Ticket, only much much worse. The Wiki Wonka. <laughs> hey, let's hope it's not like Pizza Pizza's deep dish. I gotta go gotta be searching through it. Ooh. I gotta see the second deck. <laughs> However, the whole you know the price of you know fourteen dollars seems like a bit much to get these two tickets. So, what is a better fast food deal for TFC's next? No one cares friendly. One Timbit, two tickets to the game, Ooh. two Timbits in to your mouth, your if you get what I mean. Mm. Metaphorical. That's just yes. awful, and I don't wish to subscribe to your newsletter at all. <laughs> you, you pick which Tim those two bits come from. Aww. With two tickets, unlimited day-old subs from Mr. Submarine. To represent all the stale subs you're gonna see at the match. Hey, hey nice. See, I, I I kind of went away from the tickets, just better deal in general. So uh, I put a a five dollar five foot substitute from the bench, um, which mm-hmm. is a terrible offer. I bitched you out. Um, I figure uh, one of my favorite ones was, was uh, buy one get one Gambians from. You know, Ooh. way back in the day, oh, that was a great deal. Mm-hmm. That was that was always a good one. Three of them are still living in Mo Johnson's old basement. I'm sure sh- he hasn't sh- lived there for seven years, which is weird, <laughs> which is totally strange. Yeah, uh, but I think the best one was the uh, Mr. Mo. Can we come out now? It's probably going to be on a haunted house show or some kind. So hungry. <laughs> it keeps saying Mr. Mo, so hungry. That's all I keep hearing <laughs> in the walls. Uh, my favorite though was uh, the deal of three sandwiches for one Louis Silva. I thought that was a really good one mm-hmm. that uh, that you could get from Washington D.C. outlets. So mm. that's impressive. Yeah, that's good. Nice. So I a lot of people were thinking, you know, like Tim Hortons Canadian brand, but that seems far too highbrow for this sort of deal. So I'm with Coffee Time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. The, coffee Time, <laughs> the, the 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 lesser coffee mm. outlet and uh, home of many fine drug dealers and other exciting things. They gotta get donuts somewhere. Exactly. Uh, would you rather them at your house getting donuts? <laughs> Not at all. Mr. <laughs> Coffee Time's doing us a service. Absolutely. It's a people's service. So yeah, so basically two tickets with um, every... Crack? Well, I was, I was gonna say coffee and whatever they term as donuts, but... Can it, can it be from one of the Coffee Times that gave up on its lease and now is called like Coffee Lime? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. There's one of those in my neighborhood. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure I've seen one of those. Yeah. yeah that's not the one at Lansdowne and down. No. That one's scary. Oh. That's only one letter away from Coffee Tim. That's true. It's true. We should get on that. There this we is go. disgusting. Mm-hmm. There's nothing scary about Lansdowne. No, the one. North. Lansdowne's a delightful place. The one north. It's a lovely street. <laughs> if you say so. Neighborhoodists. <laughs> Says oh. girl who lives on Jane. <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> Boom! We're not exactly a Jane and Finch. Doesn't matter. Both got to land somewhere. I've been, I've been mm. sullied by this street name, apparently. Yes. <laughs> it's no fancy Jane St. Clair. You know, no one's singing songs about my corner, so. Uh, serious question, though, about this lineup. I've been about this friendly. Hmm. A serious question about this friendly lineup. Will Vanny actually do a proper rotation and not play the starters all the time in game? Will they get like a 25-minute run out and then he'll start I'm, subbing them off? I'm sorry. Better question. Do you put bacon strips on at the same time as bacon crumble? Huh? Mm. Oh. Now, I think the defense should Why be whole wheat as, as it's historically difficult to break through. Can we have so. thin crust? Mm-hmm. What's that? Can we have thin crust? No, no. Whole wheat because it's impossible to get through. Is bacon the actual crust? Ooh. Mm. Uh, pizza Hut? This, this is not that, pizza Hut money. This is not that fancy of a, of a mm. friendly. So We're going to hear about the whole stupid, oh, they're contractually obligated to play this guy and that guy for this many minutes, blah, blah, blah. So who for goodness. fucking cares? Just don't get injured. Well, I'll care if they play the whole game. That will annoy me. They won't play the whole game, but... But Jermaine Defoe is going to be out there. Oh, yes. Determined to get revenge. He's going to be taking out mm-hmm. whoever exactly. he can. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I mean, it's impossible to get a red card in a friendly, so just go out and tackle everybody. He always scores a goal in his first friendly against one of his old clubs or something. Naturally. Mm. Natural. Excellent. Mm. So once again, this past weekend, MLS refused to take a water break and continue to play on. So here to, with all of the hot takes that you can handle is Duncan with this week's MLS wins and losses. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. Bitched out. Okay. Uh, big news, of course. Steven Gerrard's here, and he played and he scored a Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So uh, that's all that counts this week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. I kid. Legendary. Yes. Uh, but yes, the big thing this week was the official MLS debut of Stephen Bloody Gerard, and for a while it went swimmingly. Quincy America scored twice to put the Quakes up 2-0, but the Galaxy came back. Gerard scored. Robbie Keane got a hat-trick, despite spending all the day before the game puking. Fiddle-dee-dee. And yeah, the game ended 5-2. That's Irish hurling, isn't it? That's hurling, yeah. Gaelic. Gaelic hurling. Lovely. Tradition. Yeah. 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 yeah, the game uh, the game ended five two. The third time in four home games, the Galaxy have scored five. So I think we all owe Greg Vanny and Co an apology, as the four goals that he kept them to suddenly seems quite respectable, doesn't it? Yeah, defensive mm-hmm. stalwarts. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Warren Craval, you did a good job. No problem, um, After the game, though, Quincy America did his best to steal the show back with his post-game comedy stylings, saying he didn't really celebrate the goals because... Okay, all right. Look at it. Scoring goals, number one, this is my job. And number two... Number two shh, number, number, number two, I want more of them. And I want... 
I want to be business as usual. <laughs> well, good luck with that, Quincy. That wasn't Gatorade. No, I don't think so. Uh, putting aside all that um, Stephen Gerrard unpleasantness, uh, the big runners of the week were the Columbus crew. Got uh, six points from the week, beating Chicago twice, including their first away win of the season, and moving to second in the East. Great. Uh, Chicago are, of course, bottom of the East, and uh, this was a very strong week for Frank Yallop in this season's sack race. Uh, Wednesday's defeat brought plenty of doom and gloom. Oh, it pisses me off, eh, when we don't play well. It pisses me off. We don't have our players on the field, too. You get judged on what you play like. It's not always a true picture, but I can't say anything, eh, because it's, it's excuses. He then proceeded to make a lot of excuses. He is, uh, so, Wednesday. He is so Canadian. Oh, my God. It's like I don't scary. Like it's, it really is kind of scary. I don't, want to, oh, I don't want to make excuses. I'm sorry for making excuses, but that would be here come the excuses. Canadian, but he doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, you know, Wednesday it was all about the injuries while well, Sunday's defeat was down to a phantom red card given to Jason Johnson getting his second yellow for embellishment uh, adding the fact that Didier Drogba apparently wants nothing to do with the Chicago <laughs> despite their discovery claim uh, it's not been the best week for the fire really um, talking of bad weeks Kyle Laren's very bad week continued Aww. as he got a, a very weak red card as weak. Orlando that was ridiculous it was he didn't touch him. And At all. Didn't in any way look threatening. No. It's ridiculous. But uh, Orlando lost 2-0 to New Jersey uh, after that. Adrian Heath uh, also got himself sent off. And uh, then he went off on the refs post-game. I don't really know what to say about the officials anymore. If I say something, I get fired. But if I say nothing, nothing changes. I think the referees made so many wrong decisions against both sides that is hard to understand i'm fed up coming in here talking about referees we had thirty thousand people come here tonight to see the players and see a good game new york got a great goal to start with yet here we are talking about the people who don't really matter god bless him he's so little <laughs> little adrian uh he likes to do drawings he does um, moving on from that, New England finally snapped a five-game losing streak. The T-Terrorists getting a 1-0 win over New York City, still without Andrea Pirlo and uh, Frank Lampard, who Ooh. didn't make the trip to the Gillette Stadium Plastic. Uh, meanwhile, the Sparks keep on rolling, getting their eighth straight win at home against Montreal. Uh, not a good week for the Impact, who uh, also saw Laurent Simon's wife accuse them of reneging on their deal to help with their autistic daughter's care and had to trade Bakari Sumare and somehow ended up with Kyle Becker in the process. That was a terrible week. Yes. Uh, they do appear to be Drogba's destination of choice, though, so that's <laughs> that's something. They speak French. That That's all it takes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Indeed. Really? He's picky. <laughs> yes. Really? Hmm. Uh, up at the top of the East, uh, DC United are kind of stumbling right now. They lost to Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas 2-1. <laughs> in injury time winner. <laughs> Two victories this week. Fabian Castillo. <laughs> uh, they're now winless in three, but uh, they have picked up Alvaro Sabarillo, uh, who should work very nicely with uh, Fabiana Spindle up, up top. Uh, they got Sabarillo from RSL, sending Luis Silva to Sandy. Uh, hopefully the Silva-Plata connection will work better there than it does <laughs> here. <laughs> It's back. Right. Like McRib. Oh, nice. <laughs> that went over a lot better than expected. 
<laughs> we are your target audience. Yeah. Doug. Like, come on. Yeah. Okay. yeah, there's people who download this, but it's us. <laughs> okay. Uh, Platter got a goal on the weekend as uh, RSL beat Houston 2 0 after a players only meeting to address their season rapidly going down the toilet. Uh, Javier Morales thinks that meeting's done the trick. I don't want to talk too much about that meeting. But when people talk and say everything in the face, I think it helps a lot. I think right now we're playing as a team. We're fighting for each other. We work hard. You know, that thing that always was around here, whatever it is, the team is the star. I think we're back there right now. In the face. In the face. Yes. Uh, Do you need me to say in the face again? Do it, please. In the face. Thank you, Harry. Gracias. Gracias. I like these interactive clips. Yes. <laughs> it's remarkable. You get, Magic you of get more than MLSsoccer.com. Yeah, yeah, you don't... You it's because James writes for the man. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, James. What do you got? Mm-hmm. Son. Yeah. We miss um, you. James got bitched. <laughs> uh, those Salt Lake add up to seventh. They're still six points back of Portland, so let's hope for their sake this uh, good run continues. As for Houston, Cubo Torres is in town now, Yay! so they'll be hoping he can hit the ground running for them because they've got for goodness! going on, really. Uh, Seattle's uh, free fall without uh, modern-day folk hero Clint Dempsey continues. They've now lost five in six after going down one nil at home to Colorado uh-huh. on the temporary grass laid over the turf for the sake of a Man United versus Club America friendly the day before. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Rapids, meanwhile, they've won three straight. What? Pablo Mastroeni is going backwards in the sack race, and uh, he's happy to see his plan come together. Blah! You have to plant a seed, and you have to water it. We've taken our lumps along the way, but we've learned from it. I think it's a culmination of six months of hard work. Coming off two good performances at home and coming to a place we haven't won ever. Blah! The guys are starting to reap the benefits of the hard work over the course of the season. It's great to see these guys getting rewarded. Blah. <laughs> Blah, indeed. Naturally. Thank you, Pablo. Uh, finally, He's a talk- Cascadia Derby. <laughs> He's good in night games. <laughs> <laughs> he really shows but up. He's terrible Can with crosses. Wow. Finally, a Cascadia Derby between Portland and Vancouver. This one ended 1-1. Vancouver's goal was from uh, Matthias Laba. Uh, 25-yard laser to the bottom corner after Portland just backed off him, uh, apparently not fearing his shot at all. I looked forward in a head space. I shot the ball with confidence, and it was nice to score. I love playing these games. The atmosphere is amazing. It's similar to South America, too, so I like these games. Ah, bless him. His English has really improved since he was at Toronto. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I, yeah, I feel like the the, the tutor that they've got him mm-hmm. is maybe mm, yeah, maybe they could have picked someone better. But their Dungeons and Dragons games are amazing. Yeah, apparently, yes. yeah. Forget about it. He owns yeah. Catan. Yeah, yeah that, that's basically how they they're teaching him English. High level drow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a little too much of mm-hmm. showing my nerd hand. So I'm gonna pull good. that one back. Um, happily, that game ended with Will, too good for Canada, Johnson, getting himself sent off for dissent after the Shocking. final whistle, which amuses me a lot. For goodness! You, Will. Um, anyway, that would be your MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. Mm-hmm. MLS wins and losses was brought to you by Kit Kat. Everyone's favorite halftime break just got better. 
For a limited time only, when you fit those four chocolatey fingers deep inside your body, we'll give you a fifth finger free! That's right, five fingers inside you during the next TFC halftime. Southside, stand up, because we've got a fifth finger coming your way. Kid Cat, breaking you in the best possible way. Hey everybody, it's Bitchy Blanks! The Trillium Blank, 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 Good day, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game, and we hope yours as well. Last week's Bitchy Blank was... Jovinko put the team on his back and earned a draw. Blank put the team on his back and blank. That's right, folks. It was a double blank. Double bitchy! Before we get to this week's winner, gentlemen, what do you have for this blank? I said Chris Kanopka put the team on his back and took them to his frozen cave where he hung them by their feet. <laughs> oh, that's dark. Mm. Well, that house guests. Yeah. Mm. Keeping them cool. It's hot out there. Ice planet of Hoth. I've uh, Warren Cravel put the team on his back and did a gorilla monsoon style airplane spin, which just made everyone dizzy. Thanks, Warren. Nice. Uh, I put uh, Lewicki put the team on his back so he could make some room for the Argos. (laughs) 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 Had to move them somewhere. (laughs) Part of of the development plan. It was in there. You can see it. Kanopka put the team on his back, climbed the new stand. And King Kong like roared at the crowd, while Bitchy circled him. Uh, that was two. Nice. That was two Kanaka ones. I think yeah. if, I'm, if wow. I count it correctly. Yes. Double Kanaka. Very good. I'll look at you that with the counting. counting. Everybody yeah. take a Sex shot. Slip. One, uh, 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 two. But this week's winner is Richard Wyatt at Richard L Wyatt on the Twitter. Is a new winner, by the way. Thank you for contributing. Hey. Michael Bradley put the team on his back and was named Executive VP, General Manager to the GM, and Minority Owner. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. And factual. History. Exactly. Office politics. Yes. Hashtag office politics. <laughs> <laughs> this week's bitchy blank is, I would have gone to the Sunderland friendly, but blank. <laughs> <laughs> that leaves you folks with lots of options. So as always, please do send us your answers to us on the Twitters, to any of our individual Twitter handles, or at VocaMinorityCA as often as you like, but please get us those answers by Monday afternoon. Thank you so much. Bitchy Blanks was brought to you by Gabe Gala Realty. For a limited time only, you can buy two of Jermaine Defoe's remaining Toronto houses and get a third house absolutely 1% cheaper. One goal against Real Madrid, 1% savings for you. Gabe Gala Realty, friendly service in a friendly manner. Did we mention friendlies? As we're coming up to the end of the episode, we do have one last thing to talk about. That is this Saturday's match against the Columbus Crew. As last Saturday's match was TFC's only home game this month, our Reds are off to Randy Savage International Airport. Oh, yeah. Dig it. To take on the crew. Currently, the second place team in the East, with the second most potent offense in MLS, league leaders in goals and assists. They've won three of their last four. And, oh, yeah, there's this faux cup on the line shiny but really scary actually the um, trophy? no the game oh yeah the trophy i is eh, not really scary at all it's kind of dongish is it eh, 
long know. and cylindrical. Mm. I don't ever Bell consider trophies it. to really be all that scary. But then again. Recently, though... Did you see that one that Hope Solo got in the World Cup? She will slap you with that. Whoa. I can take Hope Solo. What about that armadillo from the preseason? Good point. Good point. Strong point, Tony. Yeah. Crushing it. Blah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Concern for this game is TFC's ability to play well against a top team. They've mm. faltered fairly badly against top opposition. Yes. Top, top position. Top position, yes. Yeah. Thank Ooh, you. Good That's one. good. Good save one. Some, save some time. Thank you. That's good. Probably, yeah, efficient. I like it. Okay. VMP yeah. wordage. I like it. But how, you know, will this be any different? And that's, I think, what we need to sort of look at. So they've got Kai Kamara, 14 goals. Scary as all get out of late. Um, he's usually a, a, a frightening player anyway. Does very well against TFC. Loves to score against TFC again, who doesn't. But has been on a very good run of form lately. And does TFC have anyone that can really neutralize him? Like, who does Vanny put out there to stop him, to shut him down? Probably they don't have any one specific person. Like, it's, it's going to be Pekis and Zavaleta slash Hagland, whichever one's out there. And, you know, you hope that they can figure out who's supposed to be marking me and him at any particular point. And, you know, it's, I don't think you can ever really stop him. But but I wonder, is it somebody like... Can Dero give him a talking to? That would be mm. lovely. Like at the friendly, that would be mm-hmm. nice. Well, you know, we actually, if we, maybe we send him a note since we were so nice to him Remember at, us. The, at the Dero testimonial. This is exactly what I had. I, I, I'm like, do we have to neutralize him? I mean, he's my favorite non-Chad-based MLS player. So I, maybe if we just ask him politely, you know, just go easy. Just you know. this once. But if you can't, you know, I understand it's cool. But, you know, just, you know, I mean, give me good. Just... Take it easy. Hey, it's us from yelling at you at the Dero thing. You clapped at us. You liked what we said. Mm. That'll work. That'll totally work. Well, probably work better than Perkis. Yeah, 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 that's true. He's never given anything for that point. French polish. But I'm wondering if more, like, if if Ben, I don't even know if Ben Washeru can keep up with him. But, like, would Jonathan Osorio. To neutralize him? Well, he's a central defender. Well, like to to sort of no. knock him out of the way early. Hatchel? I'm trying, to, yeah, no. I'm trying to think of something Jackson? other than Jackson. Oh yeah, that'll go over well. There we go. I'm just trying to think of something that doesn't rely on Marquise um, and Zavaleta. Of tracking back, I don't think of Asoria. I know, neither do I. I'm just trying to be hopeful. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, I can see kind of where you're coming from with that, and just try to stop the ball getting to him in the first place. But That's basically where I'm going with I mean, this, yes. The, the problem with that is, I think Columbus attack is very much, it's down the wings. They're not playing nice little balls I know. through the middle. They're going down the wing and launching crosses at him, so... Um, you know, I guess it's maybe just a case of... Well, that's what I'm sort of thinking, like Osorio Morgan, that kind of thing. Yeah, have Osorio Morgan and Warner and Creval and whatever, whoever might what be out there. Uh, basically stopping the crosses from anything coming in in the first place. Keep going, keep going, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I'm intrigued to know what I just Seriously, said. Seriously, what? Yeah, it was so juvenile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it the I, balls? I, I, I could imagine no, that. It was just, just the way you said it. Was it just the balls? It's the nice, it's little, nice balls. little balls. <laughs> We instantly start looking at each other. It's like, sorry, we're children. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it is like podcasting, podcasting with five-year-olds. It really is. In this, I'm instance. well aware. <laughs> okay, Duncan, back to your nice little balls. Yeah, 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 yeah. go on, go on about the balls. It, it sound wonderful. They're really nice. Uh, and they're little. Sorry. What? Mm. Hello. <laughs> 
But so so you have Kamara, but then you have Ethan Finley, who apparently mm-hmm. we're sure can't play for Canada. He lived in Niagara Falls. Well, it doesn't seem to matter. Uh, Eleven oh. assists, six <laughs> goals. Again, playing very well recently. Mm-hmm. Scored recently, and they are working very well together. So. It just seems like every time we face Columbus is when they're on a good run form. <laughs> I do enjoy the fact that, oh, we're running through the danger people. You haven't got to uh, Higuain's brother, whichever one's in Columbus. Higuain. Well, yes. but that's yeah. the thing. Other That was really funny. When I was writing all Higuain this up, Junior. he was... He's, he's fallen down mm. the pecking order there. Mm. But, but again, time. still completely terrifying because usually, except for that one game where they did completely neutralize him, which was delightful, uh, he usually scores against Toronto FC again. Mm. So there's mm. all these weapons they have that I, I worry that TFC can't handle, especially on a road game, although one of TFC's best games of the last two seasons was that game to Columbus last year. Mm, not this year. <laughs> no, no, no. That's why I said last year. Mm. <laughs> this year, no. Uh, it's just, it's sort of... All right, so this game. Mm, yes. What about it? Well, this game is actually kind of an important game. Mm-hmm. I know, it's true. Because it's an important game for table placement. We're about to play Columbus because they're right ahead of us in the table. And then next week's opponent is the Rev, who are right behind us. And the mushy middle in the Eastern Conference is ridiculous. Everyone is about four points apart. So anything, any misstep, basically, that you make can fuck you over. But a win against Columbus would at least give us a little bit of a toehold to sort of fend off the teams right behind us. The Rev have been, unfortunately, playing well of late, which is annoying. On many levels. They've started to get better. Yes. Well, this is this is the best they've played in quite some time. Of mm. course. Again, they're rounding into form as well. So mm. this is one of those games where you know you're coming off of the useless friendly and hopefully no one gets hurt, hopefully no one is too tired or has too many minutes. But this is one of those games that to me they need to have you know, TFC sometimes comes out flat and we say this a lot and it's been less it's happened less this year, but this is one of those games where I really feel like they need to come right out and fly at the crew as opposed to sit back and sort of see what's going to happen. I don't know. Thoughts? Um, yeah, I could get behind that. Correct. I, mean, I think we can talk previously, you know, Columbus, they, they'd like to go down the wings and then just lob balls into the box. What kind of balls, Duncan? That sort of thing. Nice little ones. Yeah. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Not, not big old. No, 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 no one's big, cumbersome no. balls. Ew. No. Ew. Um, nice little ones. But, I mean, the, a lot of how they do that, it is their fullback. So, I think defensively on the counterattack, they are kind of there for the taking. So, you know, Jovinko and Altidor can be kind of getting themselves wide. It's just going to be them against, you know, the centre-back and maybe a midfielder. The fullback's going to be way up the pitch. So, there's definitely chances to, to be able to break Columbus down. Well, I think uh, it's an counter. opportunity for Ashton Morgan to really... Who had, by the way, an excellent game on Saturday. One of his, sure. one of his better, I think. He's been having tons of excellent games. Yeah, it's been really nice to see. But I think that's a really good opportunity for him, for Marky Delgado, to mm. really sort of harass while you know our holding winger maybe stays at home a little bit more. Sheru stays back, that kind of thing. But I think I think you hit the nail on the head. The most important part is them coming out strong and keeping that up throughout ninety minutes. Weak goals like they've let in, even the the late goal against Philadelphia, even though. Their foot was off the gas. Fair enough, but the goals, the eight goals prior, yeah, it's a little there's no room for those kind of defensive lapses against this team away. So it has to be, we won't say flawless because there's not too many flawless performances in Major League Soccer, but as close to TFC's best as they can produce 
And this is as close to their best lineup that they can produce right now as well. So this is not an unreasonable expectation of this particular group of players, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. And I think one thing to do as well is you positionally, they've, they've got to be smart. I mean, you go back to the game at the start of the season and they just very much all got sucked over to one side. I mean, we talk about, you know, Columbus likes to go down the wing. Yeah, it's good to stop the crosses. Yes, tried to do that, but, you know, maybe just have one or two people trying to do that because, you know, how what we saw the other game, everyone was over there, then the ball kind of came over and it was Ron Craval against Justin Moran time and time again with Which no one to help fantastic. him. So, yeah, there's a, a lot of ways that they can hurt you. Before you know it, you're getting sucked over nice little balls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Imagery. I love it. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I don't really have much to throw in on this. That hasn't already been said. I mean, Columbus Columbus has got some pretty ball movement um, through the field. Yep, go for it. Go for it. Base. Oh. <laughs> I wish I remember how the song went. Um, which, you know, had that great melody. Um, so they're going to... They're going to be a threat for the entire 90 minutes. And Kamara, you know, as kindly in emails we could possibly write to him, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to bag one. What about one. an emphatic Twitter? It's just. What if we sent him emojis? I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the best that we get out of this is, is a high scoring game. That's because I don't think it's going to be On shut down city. both sides? Mark got his wish. Yes. Called it. All right. We have uh, at VMP, as everyone knows, we have a bit of a soft spot for former crew mascot, Crew Cat. I think it's just a malformed skull for yeah. the Crew Cat, but mm. whatever. It's a soft spot all the time. Yeah. <laughs> True. But he was recently usurped by his son, mm. who's, I don't even, what's, 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 what's it called? Screwcat. SC. SC, yeah. Mm, Screwcat, that's bastard. right. So the question is, Scandalous. who will usurp the crew mascot next? The three construction workers return dressed in black as anti-establishment bad boys, the crew world order. <laughs> crew, 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 world order. <laughs> that was fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't it so good? We have the music already planned. It. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's just, just wrestling. Um, who will usurp the the next crew mascot? If they're irresponsible, it'll be a Slim Jim. If they're responsible, it'll be a cat condom to raise awareness. <laughs> Grab a Slim Jim. Oh yeah. Dirty. And that's what crew cat used Feel to say. Feel it's, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, obviously, going from Crew Cat to SC, they went from a, a very lovable shaggy cat to this. Very <laughs> yes, yes, he was. He okay, he well, I know. <laughs> to this like, very sleek, kind of weird-looking thing. So I think the obvious next natural progression uh, would be to Hudson, the hairless cat. Mm. It's, uh, actually, it turned out to be uh, like Canadian Sphinx is uh, what it's uh, going to be, which is actually from uh, Roncesvalles is where they started out. They, they Creepy. Bred the Canadian Sphinx. Oh, their supporters would love a Canadian Sphinx. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're very welcoming. Oh, yeah. They're all over it that. It is creepy. Hello, boys. Yeah, it sounds horrible. I was looking up the history of the Canadian Sphinx. The the first one was kind of like a bit of an accident. Where it was like, oh, well, oh, this, shit. this cat's kind of hairless. So they decided, hmm, now it's popular. with this. 
the first thing they decided to do with it was mate this cat with its mother. And that's basically where the breed came from. Mm. That's delightful. Yeah. All Enjoy, right. Columbus. <laughs> Enjoy our incestuous <laughs> hairless cat. Yes. <laughs> Hudson the hairless cat hooligan. Urgh. Yeah, I don't want to do mine now, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, He's going to rub his skin all over the opposition. Oh, <laughs> shedding too. <laughs> so I went with, um, actually, upon retirement, Kai Kamara. Because he's basically a mascot anyway. He does all those great goal celebrations. He's very outlandish. He's basically a mascot for the team. I think he'd just slide right into the position. Can he be, be dressed as a camera? <laughs> we can probably do that. All right, predictions for this game. 2-0 Columbus. Same. Bitched me out. 3-2. Don't I'm not sure who. 2-1 Columbus. What, yeah, yeah, that's right. Wait, 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 that's wait, right. No. You have to pick a side. No, I'm saying it's got I got my high scoring game 3-2. Somebody's going to win it. Don't know who. No, 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 no. Don't make you me throw have to pick a side. And just Nacho at you. that fan's going to take it away anyway. Uh, it's going to blow it. Fine. All right. If I'm going to commit to it, I'm going to go 3-2 Columbus. Thank you, you got bitched out. <laughs> what did you go with? I I was I got lost in the confusion there. 2-1 Columbus. Hey, <laughs> we're optimistic. Mm. I was threatening him. I forgot what we were doing. Violence is the answer, I think, is what we've come to. Nice little balls will be had by all. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. <laughs> all right, well, that is all for us this week at the Vocal Minority Podcast here at VMP Towers. Aww. Charlie Brown supports I Columbus know. Crew. It's okay. We'll be back next week. And we'll be back next week with the post-Columbus Crew breakdown. Hopefully they didn't break down, but they probably will. A look ahead to the match against the Revolution. Boo. I know. Are you okay? You're going to be all right with this? I should have said the T-terrorists. I'm sorry. All right, them. Is that better? You know his trigger words. It's true. I forgot. I, f- I left the list in the other room. You know, the VMP towers are extensive. Me if I don't Lee have Guyan. it right next to me. That captive. Uh, and other things I'm sure that will come to light. Potentially new players coming to TFC. There's a lot of rumors out in the uh, Twitter sphere about some new defenders on their way. Don't see. And th- th- there's the All-Star game as well. Wasn't it an absolute scandal that Javinko didn't get voted in? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Trying to leave this thing. Care? What Duncan said. Hashtag coys. All of it. That's mm. <laughs> <laughs> true, actually. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should. Yeah, in this case, in this case, you should. Oh, who are you cheering for now? Who are you cheering for now? Who's your Messiah now? (laughs) You have to pick one dunk, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I will hope that MLS wins (laughs) and losses. As always, I have been joined by a panel of crazy five year olds. Thank you, at Duncan D. Fletcher on the Twitter is Mr. Duncan Fletcher. I was eating a pizza anyway. At Malarkey FC on Twitter, Mr. Tony Welsh. The nicest of little balls. At Kid Nerd Mark with a K, not a Q. It was Mr. Perfect. Mark Hinckley. It was perfect because I needed three cans to fill up my fridge. And then perfect offer. Brilliant. Yeah. Enjoy the game. Oh, what game? <laughs> <laughs> you As have to go. What, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I got dipping sauce. means I got four seats. Ooh. Ooh. As for me, you can find me on the internet at Casey Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. On the internet. Everywhere. <laughs> Until next week, Toronto, get used to it. Nothing will
Fagundes. Canadian Sphinx. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I lick a lot of I you. lick my skin and it's sticky. <laughs> 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 My, my fur. I just ball. want to fuck my mother. <laughs> my fur. That's ball. what we do. <laughs> my fur balls are just. Andrew's book. My fur balls are dry skin. <laughs> exfoliation balls. <laughs> Tiny exfoliation <laughs> balls. <laughs> so I he don't... bitched us out. <laughs> oh! You got bitched out. <laughs> You guys so much. I think the whip noise is a good 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 follow-up. I agree. <laughs> like, morning, used... The morning zoo approved. Yeah, morning zoo. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, of good course. that's good. I'm glad the morning zoo guys are here. And, They're uh, always here. We yeah. just, oh, I know. They're we just, always we just, here. We just, we just, Occasionally we just I get to muzzle the them, and sometimes not so much. Wait till we come off the bench. Oh. She's muzzling us. <laughs> Did I say you Then our next opponent is uh, is near is the Rev, which are just behind us. And <laughs> things need to be placed properly on the table. Video podcast. <laughs> you can't see what we're doing. For the we, visually impaired. Yeah, we record on a table. <laughs> and then Kristen said, table placement. Is important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we started to get all feng shui on the, this shit. Thank you, guys. While she was going on. <laughs> Thankfully, Duncan didn't say his nice little balls were all about table placement. Oh, thank God. <laughs> no, we're not playing Fresh Prince Rocky or Cosby. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. It's in the disposition. <laughs> Canada players who aren't sure if they want to play for Canada. But he's so. not actually Canadian. That's what I mean, though. It's, but it's not okay. his fault. Where's he from? South Africa? Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. Close enough. Same. Um, the accent. We got a couple of nice little tomatoes right here. These are practically yeah, like they're, ninja they're, they're, throwing uh, style things. Oh, oh, what would you say they're like? Whatever you call those. Like, uh, mm. Great. They're a nice oh. little balls. Thank you. That's <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I left it up to the expert. Uh, yeah. That's fine. That's yeah. He is the expert yeah. on all the balls. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it's, his report was in depth. <laughs> Excellent. Mm. Nicely done, dear. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Where do, you, where do you go, Pookie? Yeah, Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, honey bunch. Uh, who are you, Snuggums? Mm. Strong. Mm. You were making a very good point. This is very important for overall table placement, where mm-hmm. we could be you know, level on points, we could be six points behind. It's literally a six-pointer. We could be the gravy boat, or we could be the thing that has the rolls. Yes. I'd just be happy for a butter dish. Honestly, that would I would. We deserve want, butter dish. If we can walk we away being a butter dish, then this is this is good table placement. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. everybody wants it. 